The future is upon us, or will be soon. It's still the future. Otherwise, it'd be the present. The future. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I felt like Columbus setting off across the ocean blue last couple of days. I actually ordered myself some eyeglasses online. Um, it felt very, very dangerous, very hazardous. There be dragons there, you know, ish. So I've never done it before. I took measurements. I gave them, you know, sizes and technical specs that I dug up. They explained you're how. You're going to put like the lenses in sideways, and you're going to stab yourself in the <laughs> eye with glass, or <laughs> uh, no? Just you know, normally there's some optician that you know fits you and does measurements and says, "All right, I'll be right back," and goes back and forth. And so I mm-hmm. took care of some of it, and then I'm going to send off for these glasses. And I wrote my, I typed in my prescription. I have it. You know, minus point fifty in that box and whatever, blah blah blah, and to put it in accurately, and um, and uh, and and I sent away, and they're going to grind them up. Oh, the, this one website, the one that I like the best, and I'm not here to plug anything because they're not paying me, but the one I like the best, you could actually upload a picture of yourself, a like close up selfie that became quite large, and then you put little um, uh, like targets over the middle of your pupil in your picture. Because then they knew the scale of your picture, mm-hmm. and then they would have all the glasses on your face. Oh, so oh, so you could get, see a, a preview of what would look good on a and pretty on, accurately. I think that seems like a pretty big help. It it really is because there's another uh, a, a website um, that that may rhyme with Norby Sparker. Um, that they send you the five frames of your choice, but you're flying a little blinder. And then you try them on, you decide which one you like the best, or maybe ask for five more or whatever. But I went the with the you-can-look-at-them-online route. Mm-hmm. And Norby Sparker actually has stores in a lot of cities you can just go to, I suppose. But um, So we'll see how that works out. I don't know. I'm afraid it's going to look ridiculous or, or something. But on the other <laughs> hand... The one with like a propeller on the front. Well, just I, I'll look like, uh, like some sort of hipster idiot. I doubt it, but anyway... You ever, um, when you go to the eye doctor in person, they say, you know, can you see this chart? And then for whatever reason, I find myself trying to fake like I can actually see it, but I really can't. Your competitive can't. streak comes out. Right. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I have great, great eye doctor. He's actually retiring. Longtime fans of the Armstrong and Getty show know who I'm talking about. But um, uh, yeah, anyway, so I'll let you know how that works out. But um, oh, you know what? Nah, I can't talk about this on the podcast, even. Oh, oh go come ahead. on, Joe. I don't know. What do you think, Michael, in general? I'm sure it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm thinking about, we want to go to the political uh, conventions. Mm-hmm. But uh, pocketbooks are a little tight these days in uh, in media, and um, we essentially have to find a way to pay for it. And, I mean, we could write the checks and all, but it's it's quite expensive. Um, to fly there, get hotels. Plus, it costs. I think it's like twenty five hundred bucks just for the media hookup for the week, and we wouldn't be there all week. But you got to pay the, the the full bill, so it's it's thousands of dollars. Do you need me to sell fluids? Is this your way of asking the staff to sell fluids? It's well known, Sean, that you only need one kidney. <laughs> Let me just start there. No, but I'm just thinking maybe this place is uh, this place. I got my glasses. Maybe we could have them sponsor it because I I think. It's a really cool website, but 
Anyway, let's 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 talk about that later in the office, Hanson. Anyway, uh, we were talking about the future. A couple of stories. Number one, the cruise origin is the electric driverless taxi of tomorrow. It's kind of it looks like an extra large minivan, really. And they're talking about it for ride sharing. Um, it, it debuted in San Francisco Tuesday night. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's got no driver wheel or anything like that. Yeah, you it, jump, it, jump in, it takes you where you need to trolley go. Trolley car-esque on the, the inside of it. It's just a box. It's not right. a traditional uh, seating arrangement for a car. I think it should be somewhat disorienting on, on your first couple of visits. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what the novelty is other than that it's self-driving. Because we already have buses that go on a prescribed route. Um, I guess it's just, you know, a ride-sharing thing. Um, uh, ride-sharing. Super high-tech. Not so much the novelty, but the, with the removal of the driver, the steering wheel and stuff, you can fit more people in there. So possibly some efficiency gains to be gained or uh, yeah, gotten, I get it. gotten from that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I am looking forward to, I share Jack's um, disdain for the idea of being forced into programmed government-run cars everywhere, but... Man, when it comes to urban driving, where people drive like friggin' idiots and clog up the left lane and the rest of it, yeah. and I, I think it might help. But having said that, I, I was actually more interested, Sean, in the story you started to tell me about uh, about the gym of the future. Yeah, the gym the of the future. The workout of the future, if you will. It will be virtual, gamified, and totally immersive. Kind of uh, a lot of modern companies or companies today as they adjust to modern times they're they're trying to reduce their like the actual square footage and stuff like these giant mega gyms that are just you know rows and rows of treadmills or might be going the way of going away right but what will be taking its place are uh virtual reality tied gym things so you're not just running on a treadmill you're running from a dragon or something like that right, right? For, or, or for, toward something yeah or yeah, yeah or when you're on your your exercise bike you strap on the goggles and all of a sudden you're you know along a an alps countryside right. and, it's like oh, the peloton idea but times you know exactly a hundred in terms of your perception and as, especially if they mix in smell-o-vision oh which i know you've been a proponent of for a oh, long time oh, yeah you're riding by the uh you know the rose gardens of marseille i don't know if there are any rose gardens in marseille i don't have the slightest but you know you'd smell roses and and maybe you go into some uh uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, Moroccan village, and they have the smell of body odor because people don't really like deodorant in that part of the world. It'd be fascinating. Yeah, and this this article presents a a vision of your local gym will be tucked inside the local market, perhaps just a few feet away from the produce section. There, you'll don a lightweight VR headset, pedal your way through a virtual exotic world as trackers count your every moment. When you're done, your phone will ping you to book a massage. It knows exactly which muscles are aching. And right, and so all of these are mm. in the same building. Now as, I got MBS hacking me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Until until the company decides, oh no more, and they just unplug it on the other yeah. end. That's an interesting thought. But you know what? The whether it's Peloton or there are multiple companies who do this. I just mm -hmm. I'm more familiar with them because they advertise so much. But there are those of us who will play a game or a sport. Until our we have blister, bleeding blisters, till we fall down from exhaustion. Um, you know, I, I used to be that way, particularly when I was a kid or a, you know a young adult. Ask me to work out, and I'm like, oh god, no, oh tell, no. Tell but if to, I'm playing a game, tell me to beat your high score. You'll have to pry it from my hands. Right, exactly, to the point of exhaustion. Um, so I I love that idea for fitness. 
I mean, because most of humanity, with all due respect to the funny exercise videos we've all seen from the 20th century, um, most fitness was because you were physically busy. Your job required a certain physical effort. Uh, your recreation was playing a, a game with the, you know, the kid, the neighbor kids, or your 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 friends or family or whatever. There weren't people, you know, going throwing weights around the gym because they didn't have to. They were so busy all the time. There was physically pa- busy. There was passive exercise. You you were good getting term. fitness just through your everyday interactions through life. Yeah, and those are going farther and farther away from a lot of jobs. Yeah, like, you know your various cubicle things like that. And I I like me personally as a gamer. I like the idea of having some sort of little carrot of, hey, you can track your progress and you get scores and you can compare to other people. Like, right. that, that tickles my gamer part of my brain yeah. in a way that just going to a gym doesn't. We got crazy into the Wii Sports for oh, a, a few those. years. Yeah, when lots my of kid, fun. When my kids were like medium big. And, I, and it's actual physical activity in some cases, although, you know, primitive, it's in your living room and you got to stare at the screen and, and the rest of it. But if you had... Like uh, maybe not everybody have one in their house because uh, you know the expense of it, but you could go to a place that had a, a a room with plenty of square footage. You start in the X in the middle, and you could play, um, you know, handball, racquetball mm-hmm. uh, against somebody of various skill levels, and you'd be running back and forth, and you'd know the game would not run you into a wall. After doing it once or twice, you'd learn to trust that, and uh, and and yeah, because you can't always find somebody who wants to play racquetball who's more or less your ability. Um, and the rest of it. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. And again, with the Wii Sports example, right? Like, you're you're not going to be competing at the top of the marathons by training via Wii Sports in your living room. Yeah. But the difference between no physical activity and occasionally breaking a sweat, even a small one, is, is it's gigantic. Huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, any uh, exercise, any doctor would tell you that. Uh, final thought is on the Wii Sports. Michael, you said you, you really enjoyed that, huh? Yeah, the your only thing is... Um, you had to hold on to those controllers, though, because if you didn't, it would go through the TV. Yeah, and... the wrist strap was a yeah, serious thing. I remember essential. doing radio. I remember doing stories on that at the time. Uh, I actually gave myself, I played so much Wii Bowling. My kids and, and I did. So much Wii Bowling, I got tendonitis in my right elbow, and I had to stop because we had so much fun. And the beautiful thing of that was there were a lot of games and stuff that they were my equal or better than me, no matter how hard I tried. And if you're a 12-year-old kid and dad is doing everything he can just to hang in, I mean, that's incredibly enjoyable. So, ah, good times, memories, fond, fond memories. Well, I guess that's it. (laughs) 